remember there was like a question of the week on Facebook and it was like, what's your proudest CrossFit achievement or something? And that day it was, it was Zoom life, it was raining, there was running and hills and I showed up and I was like, this actually is, this is it. Like, this is what I'm proud of, that yeah. a day like this and I can do it. That's um, awesome. You know, that'll, it's a lot more than anything else. Yeah. All right, everybody, welcome back to uh, KCF Conversations. Uh, today I'm joined by Kristen Wahara. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so excited to have you here. Uh, however, it is sort of, you know, we're coming up on the date that you're going to be leaving us. So we're not so excited about that. But uh, your story here at Kids Up CrossFit has been super cool to watch. Uh, and so I just wanted to take the opportunity to share your story uh, before you head off for bigger and better things on the East Coast. Yeah, so thank you. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, uh, where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, so I grew up in Littleton, uh, Colorado, just outside of Denver. I uh, did that until I was 18, and then I went to Boston for undergrad. I went to BU and did Navy ROTC. Okay. And then the last eight years I've been in the Navy. Um, by trade, I'm a nuclear trained surface warfare officer, and then I'm currently on a kind of a weird tour with Navy Wind Warrior. Okay. That's, that's cool. I want to I get back to that. <laughs> yeah. uh, so how much time have you spent out at sea? Um, I haven't done any full deployments. I've kind of had a lot more shipyard time. Oh, okay. Um, and so I've done a whole bunch of like two month to two week. Mostly on aircraft carriers because you were I, So Luke, I did, or? my first tour was on a destroyer. Okay. To get the conventional part of surface oh, warfare, got it, got get it, got the it. pin. And Learn then, how to drive the boat and yep, do all that exactly. kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then power school and prototype for the nuclear training. And then a second tour on the aircraft carrier. Okay. Which one? The Lincoln. The Lincoln. Stinkin Lincoln. The Stinkin' Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, how was that? It was good. I mean, it's definitely a really demanding job. It, um, yeah. It's, I mean, we've talked before about yeah. what you saw as a PT on the aircraft carriers. Um, yeah. It, it definitely works you to the bone. I always, um, I always felt bad for all the news. Like, you can just <laughs> yeah. see it just in their face. They just look so yeah. beat down. But Except they lo always looked really excited when we got to... Uh, port call because they yeah. get to go out and see the sun and yeah outside, get, get so. a little bit of sunshine um yeah. uh, super rewarding i mean when i look at kind of professionally like some of the best people i've ever worked with and some of the greatest achievements but yeah. um definitely pay a price for it yeah you learn how to work really freaking hard yeah. right yeah, yeah. work-life balance is not really a yeah balance. <laughs> and so tell us a little bit about what you're doing with wounded warrior yeah so um just to real quick, so there's the Wounded Warrior Project, which is a really well-known nonprofit. Right. Um, and then this is Navy Wounded Warrior, which is a um, program within within DOD, within the Navy. Um, separate. From separate, yeah. yeah. And so we are a recovery care coordination program. So when people, sailors and Coast Guard, are seriously wounded, injured, or ill, they have a whole medical team. Um, but what they found was that their non-medical needs, so whether it's transportation or housing, financial, family life, or if they start to get med boarded out, transition, what do I do next? How do I go into the real world with my disabilities? Right. All that stuff was falling apart. And so each branch of the DOD created these recovery care programs to pick up those non-medical needs. Okay. Um, so originally the program was for folks with a lot of the combat injuries that you would think of for a wounded warrior. Now our population is a lot of PTSD, cancer, yeah other illnesses, um, kind of a grab bag of anything that would make somebody not eligible to be in the military anymore. Got it. Okay. So sounds like similar, uh, similar to the 
this charitable organization mm-hmm. that we used to work with, uh, the Reveille Project. The, yeah. So sort of similar. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. And so you're getting ready to transition out of the Navy. Yeah. And you're going back to Boston. I am, yeah. Uh, and what are you going to do there? So I am going to be doing a dual master's program. So it's an MBA and an MS in life sciences biotechnology um, at Harvard. At Harvard. Yeah, Harvard. Right. Um, and do you, so have your, do you have your sweaters and everything? Ready? I did. A friend bought me a, a fleece and a okay. hat, so okay. I've got some gear. Uh, and so that'll be a two-year program, and then hopefully take that into working for some sort of foundation, okay. doing some great stuff like getting medical treatments to low-income countries. That's awesome. That's yeah. super cool. Wow. Have you started researching affiliates and all of that in the area? I have, actually. Yeah. I, I'll be totally honest. When I was picking my house, I even was yeah. like, well, there's um, and there, there's a really good option pretty close to HBS. Good. Um, so we can talk about that. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Um, all right. Well, so when did you join Kids at CrossFit? How long have you been with us? July of 19. So almost July two years now. Okay. All yeah. right. So you had been with us. You had... I had established yourself a little bit before things went crazy. A little bit, yeah. Um, I definitely, I think if I had been super brand new, I don't know if I would have hung around for the COVID stuff. So I had enough time to feel comfortable with the gym and the coaches and everything. That's good. Because we we definitely had some folks that literally joined like late February, early March, and then everything went crazy. And I I get it. Like they didn't didn't know what was there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, So you had a base. We rolled into uh, the whole COVID era, shutdown era, yeah. and uh, what I recall from you know, the sessions that I coached on, on there was that you were always present, like you were always there. <laughs> you really took advantage of all the things that we, you know, yeah. that we tried to offer uh, via Zoom and all of that. That was super cool. Yeah, it um, it was huge for me to be honest. Um, I was out here. I'm in. A tour where normally the Navy gives you friends. Yeah. I, I work alone. And right. so I don't have that built-in Navy wardroom or group of yeah. friends. I'm in a new place and the world just shut down. Yeah. Um, so there were a lot of days where like the 4 p.m. Zoom was the first time I got out of my pajamas. <laughs> I, like I was working telework because it's all non-medical care. Right. Um, and so the, I was very, very grateful for all the Zoom sessions and everything they it kept me going. That's awesome. One of my best memories from your Zoom sessions was when you had the like the mismatched sized weights. Oh, yeah. So you had the same amount of weight yeah, on each yeah, side, but there was they, you had like a bucket under one of your weights. Paint, that was awesome. Yeah, because it was like chain plates on one side and then bumper yes. on the other, and then a paint bucket to make it <laughs> yeah. kind of like at least look normal. <laughs> that was awesome. There was so much creativity yeah. going on, and that's that's one I, I definitely remember. So yeah, and I think kind of silver linings of that whole time taught you how to look as somebody that even was really new, taught you to look at a workout and be like, well, what's the intention? What's yeah. the stimulus? How can I, without exactly what it has, how can I still get there? Right. Um, which is a fantastic skill. Yeah, absolutely. Super cool. Prior, so you you, you were brand new to CrossFit when you came yeah. to us in July of 2019. What did you do prior to that fitness-wise? Kind of whatever. Um, so I had done you know high school sports but then what sports in high school I did cross country and swimming um, but kind of the endurancey side of swimming so definitely more of an endurance type background Um, and then throughout college and most of my time in the navy I would do the various navy workouts as they pop up but those are never super frequent and then mostly just kind of searching for workouts on the internet going to a gym doing them um, so I would do some, some good workout, but the biggest thing was the consistency 
um, especially as we were talking about with the work could be so strenuous. It yeah. would be three great months of working out and then two months of nothing. Right. Two months of not seeing daylight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there was not really any consistent program over a long, long period. Right. What brought you in here? Did you know someone or? Google, yeah. Google? Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah, good, great reviews. Um, also, I live a mile away. So okay, that's, that helps. So you know, encouraging. Yeah. Um, but I'd reached a point, I was here and reached a point where, to be honest, I stepped on a scale and reached a number that I didn't like very much and knew it wasn't because I was, uh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> super buff at the time. And so did a few months on my own and was like, I just need some extra help. And it, this has been exactly right for me. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, how was it when you first started? Scary. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely intimidating. Um, having done like some fitness stuff, but never this, I, the first probably three months I made like a note every time I walked in the door, like check that you go at the door, yeah. go in, just do whatever you can do because it's really scary to go in and see people doing these things that look crazy, crazy at the time. Right. Yeah. Um, I get it. I mean, but yeah, I mean, as, as much as I was scared, the, the coaches were awesome. Good. Good. Uh, you said something about consistency early, yeah. earlier, and I think, you know, if I could attach any sort of adjective to you, it would definitely be consistency. Like you're, you're here very, very consistently, and uh, the results of that are quite obvious. I, I distinctly remember, it's probably been a couple months now, uh, that we were doing, I think it was back squats. I actually remember this too. <laughs> and uh, I just remember I turned around and I was just like, holy shit, like, is that Kristen? Like, <laughs> how, how much weight do you have on the bar there? Like, it just blew me away how much your strength has grown over the past couple of years. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, when you first started, I mean, and of course, you know, it's sort of unfair comparison because whenever, whenever anyone first starts and then you look at where they're at two years later, of course they're going to be stronger. But I mean, it's, it's a stark difference. Like, yeah. when you first started... What were you able to squat? Yeah, so I went down a little sugar wad journey earlier today, okay. actually. Um, and so the first back squat that I logged was a one rep for 165. 165, which is pretty good. It's not bad, at, yeah, it, you know, at all. For someone coming into a, a new environment like this, and I, I'm guessing you didn't have a lot of back squatting experience. So, uh, you know, I think they, and generally, if someone can come in and, and back squat their body weight or a little bit more, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So that's that puts you well over your body weight, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty impressive. And then where are you at now? So the last one rep for back squat we did a while ago was 215. 215, nice. Yeah. And then I uh, saw you doing some front squats the other day. That was, what would you work up to on the front um, squats? So that worked up to, it ended up being a 168 for one, but I did come back this week and get it for the two. Nice, so. nice. <laughs> um, I can edit that out, but yeah, I won't. No, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then yeah, I ended up getting the 168 for two. Okay. So that was good. Nice. And then I heard, I wasn't here, but I heard about your deadlift last week or two weeks ago. You were doing yeah. sets of, was it like fives at 250 or something? It was three. Sets for of three. Okay. At 250. Nice. How yeah. did that feel? That felt good. Yeah? Yeah. Where'd your deadlifts start? Uh, they were, the first one of those that was logged was 165 for 165. Three. So your your deadlift and back squat were pretty much the, the same. same. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I mean, that's been... especially when you consider how much of that time that you've been here, like it's almost two years now and a full year of that 
I mean, we were closed for four and a half months. So that means for four and a half months, you were in your garage with mismatched size weights yeah. and limited. How much weight did you have at home? Uh, 112 pounds. 112 pounds, yeah. right? So you had less than your, you know, Probably. your back squat, well, and less than your, your one rep max back squat yeah. when you first started. Mm -hmm. And despite that, has still been able to increase your lifts. How, how much have they gone up since we came back from, it's like since we've been open um, and done all that? I, I didn't quite look at those. Uh, there, there, what there's slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Um, as I think, the confidence has finally met the the abilities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, maybe like thirty pounds of that is since we've gotten back. That's Im that's impressive. Yeah. That's really impressive. What other things have you noticed? What other Im Im results have you seen um, from outside of just being able to lift heavy ass weights now? I would say like a lot of the upper body stuff for me has been huge. Uh, I remember in foundations, Mike was like telling me, you know, like getting their first pull up is a really common goal for a lot of people. In my head, I was like, oh, I will literally never get a pull up in my entire life. Like that just, that's just not, not me. Yeah, right, like that's yeah. just not possible. Um, and now I can certainly do pull ups and trying to get that muscle up. Yeah. And, um, Mike says you can't leave until you get the muscle yeah, up, so, yeah, so you better you better let Harvard know that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to got to do things here first. Um, and like the handstand push-ups, and there's just been so many things that I just thought were impossible, yeah. and they're not. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I, I I think many of us have the same same sort of journey. Yeah. Like you walk in, and you're like, okay, well I'm never doing that stuff, but mm -hmm. well, you know what can I do? And then the next thing you know, lo and behold, you're you're doing that yeah. stuff. So. Well, okay, so we know that the bar muscle up or the muscle up in general is, is on your bucket list. What else? What are your other things you're looking to accomplish? Um, short term, long term. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Okay. Um, I want to work a lot more on the Olympic lifts. I oh, think cool. since those are so technique driven Yeah. that as we're talking about, you know, almost half my time has been crazy COVID. The strength has been able to go, but the technique is still catching up. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to get those to kind of match my powerlifting abilities, and then um, just keep doing more weight and keep going faster. Nice, <laughs> there's, nice. There's not much specific right now. Um, if you could give a piece of advice to someone who is just getting started, or maybe even someone who's like considering getting mm -hmm. started, but hasn't taken that step yeah. yet what what advice would you give to someone who's... um i think it would be almost what we already covered which is just show up and and show up consistently um i i didn't do anything crazy i i do recreational stuff on the weekends and this four or five times a week but i just keep doing it and by the time i think to try something new i can already do it oh, i don't even cool. realize it you yeah know, because i just am doing the easier scaled options and then it, it just happens, like yeah. literally just showing up. That's cool, that's super cool. So you're going back to Boston, mm -hmm. what, uh, besides being a Harvard student, <laughs> like, what, what are you looking forward to the most about being back uh, in Boston? Man, um, I actually have a lot of community in Boston um, between doing my undergrad there yeah. and some other friends that are just all working their way there. Um, and so I'm really excited to like, as the world opens up again and, and getting back to where I have a, a bigger community. I'm just excited for like happy hour and yeah, right. hanging out with people and getting to explore New England a little more. And... That's cool. I've uh, been to Boston a few times. I love the North End, of course. Mm -hmm. like, so much good oh, food yeah. there. And uh, it's a cool city. I love it. Is. I think it's one of the best walking cities I've ever been in in it my is. life. Like you can, yeah. anything that you want to see in Boston, you can pretty much walk there, which is yeah. super cool. 
Yeah, it's um, kind of like a major city in some ways, but in some ways it's actually like a really small Yeah, town. I don't like driving there, though. No. I don't like No, driving. I'm not looking forward to that part. <laughs> Hopeful, but I've got half a mile to school and half a mile to the gym, oh, nice. so hopefully I won't be driving. Perfect. Except for weekend trips. Perfect. Because nobody wants that. Well, uh, like I said, it's it's been awesome having you here for the for the couple of years. We're, we're bummed to... Uh, to to see you leave but excited for your journey like it's super cool what you're what you're about to embark upon and uh we're uh thrilled that we could have been a part of your journey uh and like i said to just watch you grow in in your abilities over the last few years and then again i think the other thing that's always going to be special about my memory of you is just seeing you on zoom like it's crazy yeah. like i'm so glad the zoom <laughs> days are gone Me too. but Me too. you know seeing you show up so consistently and continue to work hard on zoom and seeing how that translated to what you're doing here in the gym now it's all it's all the reason you're having the success now is because of that consistency that yeah. you kept up during the hardest times of this and if you can stay consistent during that like you can stay consistent during anything right yeah so. i um i remember there was like a question of the week on facebook and it was like what's your proudest crossfit achievement or something and that day it was it was zoom life it was raining there was running and hills and i showed up and i was like this actually is this is it like this is what i'm proud of that yeah. a day like this and i can do it that's um, awesome you know that'll that's a lot more than anything else yeah that's so cool well we wish you all the best Thank you. uh of course if you ever find yourself <laughs> back here uh know that the doors are open for you awesome thank you so much absolutely all right thank you all right Thank you.